Guys, I am afraid I have some bad news. I know from time to time I disappoint you guys. I know we don't always agree. There are times when I make mistakes. There are times when I overlook something or I get something wrong. I try my best to be on point every day, but sometimes I will come across an idea and I get overly excited about it and I share it with you before, before I really think it through. Last month, Last month, I announced the first annual HEF Awards, the Huge Embarrassing Failure Awards. I planned to hold the ceremony later this year. I was thinking of having like a mid-year update in June, then closing out the year by naming the biggest Huge Embarrassing Failure of 2023. Over the last few weeks, we have seen several nominees enter their name into the competition. Jamel Hill, Chris Wallace, the entire network at CNN... I'm sure there are a few others that I'm forgetting to mention, but it doesn't matter. It does not matter. I want to apologize to you guys in advance for my premature announcement of the HEF Awards. Reason being, I don't think we're going to be able to do it. Now, it's not from a lack of effort on my part. It's not me being lazy, not wanting to put the show together. For weeks, I've been thinking of ideas that would make the show special. I was going to have Lizzo entertain you with one of her special performances. I pre-ordered a tractor trailer full of fruity pebbles. Lizzo was going to entertain you by devouring all the pebbles in under one minute. Unfortunately, it appears that's going to have to wait. Maybe 2024 will be the year for the first annual HEF Awards because... <sighs> It's already over for 2023. I don't see any possibility of anyone being able to dethrone Bamani Jones. This was one of my biggest concerns when announcing the award for Huge Embarrassing Failure. Bamani Jones, he was the heavy favorite going in, but I was thinking, I was hoping, some ambitious birthing person would put up a good fight. And to their credit, they tried. Jamel Hill gave a strong effort with her fictional autobiography that's propping up coffee tables in airports across America. Tiffer the Bongo Sniffer is continuing to fail, but she is failing in the shadows. No one has seen the Sniffer lately. Someone emailed me a clip the other day. I think the Tiffer is working the front desk at Woke Memorial Hospital, where they specialize in turning breasts into woke wieners. Clearly, Bamani Jones noticed people coming out strong in 2023 trying to take his title. In response to the increase in competition, Bamani Jones decided he was going to double down on the failure. Last week, he accomplished something I didn't think was possible. There are hundreds, maybe even thousands of shows on television. Many of these shows, though, they air on networks that aren't accessible to most of the population. For example, Eric Bowling. Eric Bowling used to be a popular on-air personality at Fox News. Several years ago, he was fired. I don't remember the exact reason. I think he might have been caught having a tantric moment with the potted ficus. But he went from two, maybe three million viewers watching him every afternoon on The Five on Fox News to hosting a show on Newsmax, a channel that's not available to most homes across America. When I check the ratings, I am not expecting to see Eric Bowling make the top 150 on cable. It's damn near impossible. If the show was on Fox, ESPN, HBO, TNT, one of the legacy networks, expectations would be completely different. Spanking the Bone with Bamani Jones. It not only airs in prime time on Friday night on HBO, it also airs in prime time Thursday night on TNT. 
Friday nights, The Bobo is handed between eight and 900,000 viewers from Bill Maher. Thursday night, he is the lead-in for the NBA doubleheader, which routinely draws between one, one and a half million viewers on TNT. Guys like Eric Bowling, they would be begging for this type of lead-in. His lead-in on Newsmax, it might give him 10,000 people. Bamani Jones, he has been given two prize time slots in primetime television for free. He didn't have to earn it. HBO and TNT, they didn't give him these time slots because Bamani Jones has proven that he can draw an audience. This is affirmative action in practice. The Bobo has been given this opportunity because he belongs to a marginalized group. He belongs to a group that has been discriminated against in this country for centuries. Now, you probably think I'm referring to black men. I'm not. I'm talking about the shit fucks. Normal people have a tendency to discriminate against the shit fucks, but who can blame them? Have you seen these people? Do you want someone working at your business that only bathes on Wednesday? Last week, Bamani Jones made headlines by being publicly humiliated by Jake Paul on his own show. I shared the clip last week with you guys. Jake Paul, he was brutally honest with Bamani Jones. He told the Bobo to stop projecting his career of consistent failure onto him. Now, just in case you missed it, let me take this opportunity to show it with you again. This clip never gets old. Watch it for yourself. After Tommy Fury, where do you go from there? Like, what happens if you lose one of these fights? Um, I, I don't plan on losing, you know. I, I don't train to lose. Um, maybe that I, I feel like that's probably, like, your mindset. You know, a lot of people try to project their mindsets no, on me. I, no, I ain't no projected of a mindset. My question is, this is work because we're all surprised that you keep winning these fights, right? But if somebody does beat you, how much interest stays in this when it stops being surprised? They won't. They won't. And and I'm going to be honest, bro. I don't know who the fuck you are. My PR team set, Dude, set up this interview. All I know about you is that people don't like you. Now, this clip was in the news cycle, I believe it was last Wednesday and Thursday. Bamani Jones repeatedly posted this clip on Twitter, begging people to tune into the replay of the show on TNT. Most normal people, they would be humiliated by being dressed down on their own program. Bamani Jones thought he hit the lottery. He thought he was finally a part of something interesting, something that would convince viewers to watch his garbage. He thought, but as is always the case, the Bobo thought wrong. Guess how many people watched the public humiliation of Bamani Jones Thursday night on TNT? Just take a wild guess. KC, with the NBA drawing over a million viewers, Bamani Jones had to draw at least 100,000. <laughs> That's a really good guess. I like how you kept your expectations low. Inside the NBA drew 463,000. Now that's a decent number considering the fact that Bamani Jones was their lead-in. What did the Bobo draw? I wish I could tell you, but I can't. Because Bamani Jones failed to make the top 150 on cable. It does not take a home run to make the top 150. All it takes is a sacrifice, but you pretty much make the list. Last Thursday night, Bamani Jones was beaten by such popular programs like Women's College Basketball on the Big Ten Network, which drew 51,000 viewers. Caso Serrato on something called Universo drew 88,000 viewers. 
What makes this even worse, Bonnie Jones was not finished failing. No, no, no! I told you guys, the Bobo is taking the Hef Award seriously. He doesn't want to lose his crown. He doesn't want to lose his undefeated streak of failure. Friday night on HBO, Stephen A. Smith was invited to slap the bone with Bamani Jones. This was a legendary moment. It was the ultimate yin-yang. On one side, you had Stephen A. Smith, someone who refused to be a victim of his circumstances, someone who is the epitome of success in the media, someone who commands the attention of his audience. Love him or hate him, Stephen A. Smith is captivating. He's entertaining. On the other side, you have Bamani Jones, whose only success in life is making it out of the womb with 10 fingers and toes. The Bobo was once given the winning lottery ticket, $500 million cash prize. All he had to do was cash the ticket. The night before, he lost it during a passionate round of the butt bongo. Everything this man touches turns to shit. This dude could turn golden nuggets into golden turds. Friday night, Stephen A. decides to help out Brother Bobo. Stephen A. Smith knows that his brother is struggling. He knows he can't draw flies to a fresh turd. Stephen A., he has a massive following on social media. His interviews on other platforms, they often draw big numbers. He figured he would help the Bobo out and bring some of his audience to HBO. Bill Maher handed Bamani Jones 800,000 viewers Friday night. How many did the Bobo retain? Again, I wish I could tell you, but I can't. Because ratings were so low, he failed to make the top 150 on cable. For the second time in 24 hours, Bamani Jones failed to make the top 150. This has got to be some kind of record. This dude's on TNT and HBO, two networks with large followings. And in the span of 24 hours, you failed to make the top 150, not once, but twice in prime time? Not only that, these episodes, they featured two of the biggest stars in the business, Jake Paul and Stephen A. Smith. And you're beaten by something called Tiny Chef on Nickelodeon? Tiny Chef was on at 1.30 in the morning when most kids are asleep. 83,000 kids stayed up late Friday night to watch Tiny Chef. No one watched Bamani Jones. How in the fuck? Is this show still on the air? There's not a reason that you could give me that could explain why Bamani Jones is still on television. This show was a disaster last year, but at least he was making the top 150. We are three episodes into season two, and Bamani Jones has already fallen off the charts. The message could not be any more clear. Bamani Jones has no place in the media. But give me your thoughts. Should we still go through with the Hef Awards or has Bamani Jones retained his crown? Can someone please tell me why this shit fuck is still on television? Give me a legitimate reason why. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.